The following is paid commercial programming. Third-party rankings are no guarantee of future investment success. Working with a highly rated advisor does not ensure that a client or prospective client will experience a high level of performance. Investment performance is not an explicit criterion because clients' investments goals differ. These ratings should not be construed as an endorsement of the advisor by any client. Generally, rankings are based on information prepared and submitted by the advisor. Statements saying that we told our clients to be out of the market in 2008 referred to recommendations made by MMWKM's principals while employed at Eagle Strategies LLC. The team that manages accounts at MMWKM are the same individuals with that responsibility at Eagle Strategies and at Cambridge Research from 2009 to 2011. MMWKM was created in 2011 and uses the same exit strategy. A more thorough disclosure of the criteria used in making these rankings is available by contacting MMWKM Advisors, LLC. And now, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Money Matters. And here's your host, Ken Moray. We're in the money. We're in the money. We've got a lot of what it takes to get along. We are in the money, the skies are sunny, and old man recession, you are through, you have done us wrong. Well, hello, hello, hello everybody, and welcome back to Money Matters with Ken Morafe, and of course, I am your host, Ken Morafe. And this is the show where we talk about everything and anything in the world of retirement planning. We talk about the stock market. We talk about social security. We talk about estate planning. We talk about managing your 401k. You name it, we talk about it. And we try to have more fun than a human being should be allowed to have when talking about all of this boring financial stuff. And this week's going to be no exception, but because... uh, because we're going to talk about a lot of boring financial stuff, but we're going to endeavor to make it entertaining and interesting for you. Uh, But before we go there, let me introduce myself. I am Ken Morafe, the host of Money Matters with Ken Morafe. Thank you, Jack. And I am founder and senior retirement planner at Retirement Planners of America. (laughs) I feel good. I do feel good. I love it. And uh, we, we uh, work primarily with people who are retired or retired soon. So if that is you, we'd love to meet you, see if we can help you. It is all about that. You know, we're firm believers in the more good you do for others, the more you'll be taken care of in the process yourself. So we want to help you. And if we can help you and, and you don't want to work with us, we'd love that too. Either way, we, we, it doesn't matter to us. So if you go to our website, it's rpoa.com. We podcast this show. We have articles, videos, all kinds of information for you, and hopefully we can help you to have a successful retirement. Um, And recently, Barron's named moi, your faithful host, one of the top 100 financial advisors. Actually, they've done that now for eight years in a row, which is really crazy. But again, without our beloved and most valued clients, we would be nowhere. So all you clients, we love you, love you, love you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, let's talk about what we are going to talk about on this, our weekly excursion into the land of retirement planning. So first of all, I'm going to ask you a question, ladies and gentlemen, and see if you know the answer to this one. And I'm pretty sure you're going to get it wrong. (laughs) Okay. So first question that I'm going to ask is, what are the three investments that you should make to have a happy retirement? 
And uh, I'll leave it at that, okay? We'll talk about what are the three investments that make a happy retirement. And they're not what you think, although maybe you do. I don't know. We'll see. Also this week, we're going to talk about seven steps to manage your 401k. All right. So if you have a 401k, we're going to talk about seven things you should consider so as to manage your 401k successfully in our view. Also, as we do every week, we talk about Social Security because it is one of the most important parts of retirement planning that we talk about with clients. And so therefore, I want to go over with you some Social Security stats that you should know. Okay, we're going to make you an informed Social Security person because that's who you want to be. You want to go to a cocktail party and all your friends come to you for all the knowledge and advice when it comes to Social Security. You want to be the guru of Social Security, and I'm going to make you that in that segment. You will become the guru. <laughs> now, also this week, we're going to talk about eight questions to ask about bear markets. Now, you know, I'm a firm believer that once you retire, well, actually, when you invest, you are in the risk business. And I believe that risk is your enemy, but you have to play with that enemy. You, you, you know, in my view, if you want to grow your money, if you want to beat inflation, all that kind of stuff, you have to take certain levels of risk. So the important question, the important thing in my view is to understand your enemy, to understand what the risk you are taking is and understand that properly. And we believe that one of the biggest risks to your successful retirement is a bear market. And what I mean by a bear market, it's a large, down, protracted, uh, your investments lose lots of money, such as Y2K, such as 2008, where you have these large drops in the markets, your investments take a big beating, and uh, you now have to recover from that if you can. Uh, you may not be able to retire anymore, all that kind of stuff. So understanding what a bear market is and how it affects you and all that is important in my view. So I'm going to go over eight questions to ask about bear markets. And you know what, Jack? Most shows would stop right there. I mean, most shows would say, you know what? If we did just that, we have done more than our listening audience could possibly want from a financial show. To infinity and beyond. But Buzz, on this show, do we stop right there? No, we don't. We boldly go where no financial show has gone before. And therefore, at about 10 till, we will have our estate tip of the week. And this is where we talk about how to pass on to your greedy, unwashed, undeserving heirs the fruits of your labor. But this week, we're going to talk about the exact opposite. And that is, I'm going to, I entitled the segment, So, You Want to Cut Your Kids Out of the Will, Huh? <laughs> well, let me tell you something. It ain't as easy as you may think, and there's a lot of stuff to think about. So we'll talk, we'll have some fun with it for those of you who are not thinking about cutting your kids out of the will. But for those of you who are, we're going to give you some things to think about before you do it, because it can get dicey, and we don't want that to happen. So we'll have that for you at about 10 tail. So we have what I would say is a fantastic show lined up for you, and I know you will stay tuned for the entire program. <laughs> We have a big show for you tonight. Yes, we do. Mr. Ed Sullivan. Does anybody remember Ed Sullivan? A really, really big shoe. <laughs> remember he used to have Topo Gijo? You remember Topo Gijo, the little mouse? You don't? Oh, man, I do. I guess I'm older than you, Jack. I thought you were older than me. Anyway, so let's, <laughs> let's talk about what makes people happy in retirement. Okay, this is a question that has been researched by many, many people. 
And uh, so uh, I want to share with you what the Office of the American College of Financial Services, which uh, has 16 experts, and uh, they uh, did a lot of research on this, and they wanted to come up with what makes for a happy retirement. It's a good question, right? So the first thing, of course, is money, right? However, what's really interesting is that what makes you happy in retirement is not, it, it's not having a lot of money but it is having more money than your peers. <laughs> so, so, yeah, so if, if you're in a friend group where you have like 10 couples and they all can afford to do stuff that you can't, then you're not gonna be very happy even though you may have more money than a lot of other people. If all your friends have more than you are, than you do, then you're gonna be unhappy. So what's interesting is it's not how much money you have, it's how much money you have relative to your peer group. So if you are at least even with your peer group or more, then you're gonna be happy, okay? Psychology. Now you're saying not me, right? I, I'm happy regardless of what my friends have. Okay, we'll see. <laughs> okay, so that one investment then is investing in your retirement, is investing of the three investments I'm going to talk about, right? So one of them is investing your money and growing your money and saving it and, and protecting it and all that kind of stuff, all the decisions that go into that. All right, so that's the first one. So number two investment is investing in your health. To have a happy retirement, it doesn't matter how much money. You can have all the money in the world, but if you're not healthy and you're suffering physically, I don't think you're going to enjoy your retirement. Okay? So invest in your health and start now. There's no better time than starting right now. Exercise, diet, all that kind of stuff, you all know it. You know you know what it takes to, to, to try to be healthy. Do it. Invest in that. Spend the time on it. It's extremely important, I think, to be healthy, right, to enjoy your retirement. And the third thing is invest in your social well-being. And what do I mean by that? Well, studies have shown that the extent to which you have good relationships with your spouse, that's the most important <laughs> relationship to have a happy retirement is a is a healthy a good relationship with your spouse but also in friendships and so it's not only the number of friendships you have but it's the depth of those friendships also so invest in that and you know the interesting thing is is that guys are terrible at that you know guys tend not to invest in friendships and all that women tend to be more that way and the problem is that when you retire now what happens in many cases is the guy has spent zero time developing friendships, his wife has spent a lot of time developing her friendships, and now he wants to muscle in on all her friendships and all her relationships, and she's like, no, you don't. <laughs> and so what happens is he starts becoming like a pain in the neck, and that's not uh, a good thing, and so therefore, Guys, invest in making friends and all that before you retire so that you can build to that, okay? So those are your three investments. Invest in your money, invest in your health, and, and, and invest in your social relationships. And we believe if all three of those are in good order, that you should have the uh, foundation for a very happy retirement. So now, we as retirement planners can't really help you with your health. We can't really help you with your social uh, investments. Those are on you. But we can help you with regard to your 
uh, money and your investments and your decision making and how to uh, relieve you of that duty so that you can enjoy what we call your retirement, which is your second childhood without parental supervision. Okay, we want you to go play and have fun and relax and not worry about your money. So I want to invite you to attend one of our uh, retirement seminars. We have them, uh, you can register online at rpoa.com. At these seminars, we talk about a variety of things. We talk about number one, how to reduce your income taxes. Number two, how to fight inflation. Right now, you know, we believe inflation could come with all the debt that we're running in a big way. So we want to talk about how to fight inflation. We also want to talk about how to protect from bear markets, which I just described was an important thing to talk about or to understand and, and be prepared for. We also want to help you with your decisions on Social Security, on whether you should roll over your 401k or not. Do you have enough money to retire on? We call that your magic number. We want to talk about your hurdle rate, the rate of return you need to, that, that you need to support your lifestyle. I mean, I'm starting to think I want to attend the seminar myself. To hear you say that <laughs> makes me love you, baby. And I love you back, baby. So go to rpoa.com and sign up. For the seminar, it's a no-charge obligation, and we hope it'll help you tremendously. RPOA.com, retirementplannersofamerica.com. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about seven steps to manage your 401k. So stay tuned. This is Money Matters, and I am Ken Morayf. This is Money Matters with Ken Morayf, and of course, I am your host, Ken Morayf. <laughs> Thank you, Jack. And I am founder and senior retirement planner at Retirement Planners of America. And we are a firm that specializes in retirement planning. So we work primarily with people who are over 50, who are retired or retiring soon. Oh, yes. And if that... Ooh la la, yes. And if that's you, ladies and gentlemen, then this show is designed for you. Our firm, Retirement Planners of America, is designed for you. We want to help you to achieve your retirement goals, to have a successful retirement. And we have two goals for you. The first one is we want your money to last as long as you do. And secondly, we want you to have financial peace of mind. And if we can accomplish those two things, then we think we've done a good thing for the world and we will feel good about ourselves as well. So um, I want to, and, and recently, uh, financial Times named our financial advisory firm one of the top 300 advisory firms. Um, and actually, they've done that now three times. Uh, so we're very proud of that. But without our beloved and most valued clients, we would be absolutely nowhere. We know that. So all you clients, we love you. We thank you. And we are so grateful. All right. So let's talk about uh, 401ks. And I want to go over with you seven steps to manage your 401k. Okay, we're going to go through seven of them. Now, all those other financial shows, they stop at five, and I get that. But you know what? We go the extra mile. We got seven. So let me start off with the first one. If you, uh, if you go to uh, you know, the, the big financial companies' websites, and you know who they are, they will tell you that you need to add an additional 15% into your 401k every year. However, I would say that pretty much none of us started when we were 20 years old adding to our 401ks. <laughs> I mean, there's a few, right? I think I'm, I'm in the minority. I'm, I'm one of those that did, and I'm forcing my kids to, even though they don't want to. Um, so, But if you didn't start back then at 15% every year, then you got to make up for some lost ground, right? So I would recommend that you go with 20%, okay? So the first thing to do is to make sure you are contributing, and also... 
if you calculate the amount you can afford to contribute, know that those percentage may include company contributions. So if, if your company has a 3% match and you put in 12, the total is 15. Okay, so be aware of that. The second thing is don't stop contributing. You know, one of the things I've noticed is people feel they, they need to stop making contributions for a variety of reasons. The market's going down or, you know, I, I need to take that money and spend it on something else. But keep in mind that the idea behind contributing to your 401k is consistency. And you're doing it every month and you have the variations, the ups and downs in the markets and all that, but you just plow through. Consistency over time, we believe, is the way to win this game. Okay, so don't stop contributing. Keep going. And when you get a raise, d contribute more. <laughs> okay, number three, always make sure you are collecting the entire company match. Okay, at a minimum, make sure you're doing that because it's free money, folks. If they, can, if they match you up to 3% and you put 6% in, you're getting 50% more money contributed and it's free. They're doing it for you. So make sure, find out what the maximum your company uh, matches and at least, at the very least, do that. But again, do more if you can. Number four, make Roth 401k contributions. If your company offers a Roth 401k, what it means is, is that you're not going to get the deduction for the money you put in up front. Okay, so you're going to lose that versus a normal 401k. However, what happens there is that the money inside the 401k grows without being taxed. This is in the Roth 401k. And the great big advantage that we see with that is that when you take it out, when you retire and you start drawing from it, the distributions are tax-free. Tax-free, folks. That's about as good as it gets, in my opinion. So look at if you have a Roth 401k. Number five, and this one's totally self-serving. But talk to somebody that can help you to make your investment allocations, okay? The amount of risk you take, what you invest in, there's so many choices, you know, like three or four pages with, you know, what appears to be thousands of choices of investments to make. Get help with that. Don't just, you know, throw your, your finger up to the wind and do that. Number seven is, or I'm sorry, number six, if you can, don't take loans from your 401k. Just don't do that. Resist it. Okay. I know it's, it's like the siren song. It wants to attract you and you'll crash your butt onto the, onto the rocks. Don't do that. All right. There are a lot of rules around those loans and you got to pay it back. There's a 10% penalty. There's all kinds of stuff that can come back and bite you. Don't do it. Okay. Avoid loans at all costs if you can. And number seven is Look at the options before you roll over your 401k to an IRA. It is not always a good idea for you to do that, okay? There are several things, for example, you know, taking loans, all of those withdrawals before 59 and a half, all those kind of things are not available to you in an IRA without uh, all kinds of uh, uh, gymnastics that you have to do that may be available to you in your 401k. So review all the options before you roll it over into an IRA. Don't, don't just do it without thinking about it. Now, that's not to say that rolling it over into an IRA is a bad idea. It just means that it is not something that you should just do because somebody tells you to. It's a good idea to look at all the different things. You got differences in cost 
the the cost of the new option may be low maybe lower or higher than what you were paying to have your 401k so you got to look at that the options available to you may be different so there's there's some things for you to think about and look at and we want to help you with that if we can as well so that's what we do and so let me tell you that if you go to our website, <laughs> rpoa.com, which is retirementplannersofamerica.com, and you click on meet with an advisor, then what we'll do is we'll schedule a time to visit with you. And uh, there's no charge or obligation for this. And you'll sit down and visit with one of our retirement planners. And uh, they can go over with you your 401k strategy. We also want to go over with you your retirement plan uh, strategy altogether, okay? So that incorporates also, uh, do you have enough money to retire on? We call that your magic number. We'll help you to calculate that. We, we take into account income taxes, your cost of living, future expenses, future sources of money, um, the diff differences between your income and perhaps your spouse's, when you take Social Security or not, all those kind of things we take into account and help you to build what we call a retirement cash flow plan. And we're going to look into the future and make some assumptions. And the beauty of it is, in, in my opinion, is that you can sit down and you will you can build it. We'll just guide you. Okay, so we'll think of us as your architect. You tell us what you want. We're the architect that's going to help design it for you and help build it. Okay, so that's what we want to do with you at no charge or obligation. So our website is rpoa.com. If you click on meet with an advisor, we'll do all that with you. And we'll do it at no charge or obligation, as I said. And if we can help you, that's fantastic. And if not, that's fine too. Okay? Oh, thank you, Master. <laughs> Genie. Wow. Uh, and uh, of course, always, always, always we part friends. Okay. So rpoa.com. Okay. We're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about social security stats that you need to know so that at the next cocktail party, you are the most knowledgeable person in the room when it comes to social security. So stay tuned. This is Money Matters and I am Ken Morafe. This is Money Matters with Ken Morafe. And of course, I am your host, Ken Morafe. Yes, indeed. And you know, diamonds may be a girl's best friend, but good financial planning, retirement planning ideas, I think, are even better because hopefully if you invest and make good decisions and you have a happy retirement, it's worth way more than diamonds to you. And so we are back. I am Ken Morafe, the host. I am founder and senior retirement planner at Retirement Planners of America. <laughs> Jack, where did you get that? That was my first day on the job. I didn't know they recorded that. Man, I showed up in my loincloth. I was all buffed out. And they said, uh, excuse me, Ken, but loincloths are not the proper attire. And they summarily sent me home. That was my first lesson about being a financial uh, advisor was that you don't wear loincloths. Not a good look. <laughs> anyway, we are back. And uh, I am Sorry founder. Sorry about this. I know it's a bit silly. It's very silly, Hal. And so uh, we are a firm that specializes in retirement planning. So we work primarily with people who are within ten, within five years of retirement or five years into retirement, that 10-year period. If you are in that zone, the twilight zone, then I would uh, encourage you to visit with us and uh, help you uh, so that we can help you. And our website is rpoa.com. We podcast this show. We have videos. We have articles. We have tons of stuff that I think you'll benefit from. And you can find it all again at rpoa.com. And, uh, you know, uh, recently, Barron's named moi, your faithful host, actually for eight years in a row, one of the top 100 financial advisors 
And uh, certainly I'm proud of that fact, but without our clients, I would be nowhere. So all you clients, we love you, love you, love you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, uh, this is the part of the show where we talk about social security. Maybe one of the most, uh, one of the things we talk about the most with our clients and prospective clients. It is a very important part of uh, retirement planning in my view. And so I wanna go over with you some questions and some stats uh, that uh, people have about social security and uh, some stuff that you should know. So. First of all, um, what's very interesting, and this is uh, according to the Social Security Administration, there are two parts, or two stats rather, that j show just how important Social Security is. Okay, so uh, according to the latest data, 39.5 million retired Americans were receiving Social Security benefits. And 64% of those people rely on Social Security for more than half of the income they have during their retirement. Okay, so that's a total of more than 25 million people who depend on Social Security for the majority of their retirement income. That's big. So this is a very, very important program. And even for those who have uh, significant sources of retirement income, Social Security is still an important part uh, of their retirement. So here's some, uh, some additional stats. Uh, uh, well, actually, a question that I get asked, and that is, is Social Security going to go broke? You know, I mean, what's going to happen? The short, the short answer is not yet. <laughs> okay. Uh, right now, Social Security Trust Fund is expected to take in uh, a little over uh, $900 billion and to pay out a little uh, at about $900 billion. So right now, it's, it's paying for itself. But however, it's not going to last much longer. So the following three statistics, according to Social Security and the Medicare Trustees Report, gives us an idea about the future of Social Security. So the uh, Social Security Trust Fund will start experiencing a, a, a deficit next year, 2021, meaning that they will pay out more than they bring in. And the trust fund will run out of money entirely in 2034, according to projections. Now, after the funds run out of money, the money flowing in the program will not be enough to cover approximately three-quarters of the promised benefits. So how can we fix that? What's going to happen in our view? Well, there's several options for that, none of which are we doing, but some of <laughs> that we can think about. And that is that the shortfall could be eliminated entirely by increasing taxes um, on people, and uh, that certainly could take care of that, right? We just increase taxes and it pays for it. Another way would be to eliminate the earnings cap over the next 10-year period, meaning that you have to pay taxes regardless of how much you make. Uh, we could eliminate 53% of the problem by gradually increasing the Social Security tax by five-tenths of a percent per year for the next 20 years. That's something to consider. Um, there are, you could also eliminate the means testing for Social Security, meaning that everybody starts paying. That could reduce it as well. You could change the Social Security retirement age to age 68, and that could reduce uh, the that, that could extend the lifetime of Social Security. So all of these are things that we will have to look at. There's no way around it, but it's an election season. Nobody's going there this year, uh, but it will need to be looked at in the future. Fascinating. So anyway, little bit of uh, information for you about Social Security. Uh, so again, 2034 is when it runs out of money, according to projections, but uh, it, it then means we just have to tax or reduce benefits to make up the difference or do something now and not wait till the last second. But can we do that? I don't know. <laughs> so anyway, um, if you are over 50, if you are retired or retiring soon, especially if you're nearing retirement age, if you're over 60, 
Um, then Social Security is an extremely important part of your retirement planning. And uh, I'd like to invite you to attend our seminars on Social Security or to visit with one of our retirement planners to help you to make Social Security decisions. All of that is at no charge or obligation, and it's all available to you on our website, which is rpoa.com. All right, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about eight questions to ask about bear markets because you need to know these answers in my view. So stay tuned. This is Money Matters, and I am Ken Morayf. This is Money Matters with Ken Morayf, and of course, I am your host, Ken Morayf. Thank you, Jack. I am founder and senior retirement planner at Retirement Planners of America. And we are a firm that specializes in retirement planning. So we work primarily with the most wonderful people in the whole world. I love it. <laughs> we work with people who are over 50, who are retired or retiring soon. And primarily, if you are within five years of retirement or you're in the first five years of your retirement, that decade, that 10-year period, we believe is the single most important part of your entire financial life. And we, we believe that if you manage your way through that first 10 years, that 10-year that period properly, that then you will have a successful retirement. We have two goals for you. One is we want your money to last as long as you do. And secondly, we want you to have financial peace of mind. We don't want you to worry about all of this boring financial stuff. We want to worry about it for you so that you don't have to. And, you know, we call, it, we call your retirement your second childhood without parental supervision. We want you to go play and have fun and relax and enjoy and, again, not worry about all this boring financial stuff. Now, one of the things that I believe in is that you should always know your adversary. You know, I've played tennis for 52 years now, I hate to say it, and competitively for most of that time. And one of the biggest, best things that you can do for yourself in a competitive situation is know your opponent. If you know their strengths and weaknesses, you can increase your chances of winning. And so when it comes to winning the game of retirement, I think it's important to know who your adversaries are. And we, the three main adversaries that we uh, address, that we want to address, are bear markets, taxes, and inflation. You're a persistent cuss, Pilgrim. Well, Duke, I certainly am that. And we believe that the extent to which you are able to mitigate or eliminate those two bad, those three bad guys, that's the extent to which you're going to have financial security during your retirement. So this week, I want to talk about eight things that I think you should know about with regard to bear markets, okay? Because I believe that a bear market is one of the most dangerous enemies you have to your financial well-being, particularly if you're in that 10-year zone that I talked about. So the, let's uh, first of all answer the question, what is a bear market? So the usual definition is that a bear market happens when stocks decline at least 20% from their previous peak. Okay? <coughs> Pardon me. So that's called a 20% or more. Now, a correction is when stocks fall 10%. So if stocks fall 10 to 20%, that's called a correction. If they fall 20% or more, that's called a bear market. Okay, so that's a difference. So sometimes you hear we're in correction territory, it's because we've crossed over the 10% bear market territory, we've crossed over the 20. So how often do these corrections and bear markets happen? Well, between 1900 and today, according to Ned Davis research, there have been 123 corrections. So that's about one a year. And there have been 33 bear markets, which is about one every three and a half years. <laughs> Okay, so we have a bear market about every three and a half years. Now, how long do they last? Okay, and this is according to Azad Asset Management. The average correction, again, the 10% drop or more, but less than 20, uh, 
the market fully recovered its value within an average of 10 months. The average bear market lasts about 15 months with the stocks declining an average of 32%. And, the, the, and, and uh, the recovery happens, as I said, within 15 months. So they last about a year and a half. Bear markets are usually shorter than bull markets. A bull market is when the market is climbing okay, from its previous bottom. And uh, according to uh, Edward Jones, uh, it, the average bear market, as I said, is shorter than bull markets. Now, what sets off a bear market? So that's a very interesting question. So there are, there are all kinds of theories about that. Some are because of politics. Some are because of exogenous events, you know, such as uh, the oil embargo, for example, in 1973-74. That came out of the blue. The, oil, the OPEC decided to cut off oil and, and make prices skyrocket. And so that caused a massive recession globally. You have things like the technology stocks that suddenly busted. Um, a lot of times, bear markets are created by recessions. And recessions are an overabundance of stuff. So, for example, if you have too much real estate, then the prices are going to start falling, and that causes a recession in, in real estate. So whenever there's an oversupply, which is more than the market is willing to buy, prices drop, you have, you have a recession there. So there are all kinds of things that can cause a bear market, um, and, and you know some of them are unexpected. Are we due for a bear market? Well, of course, you know, every three and a half years is the average, but you can go, for example, 10 years without one, or you can have them back to back. In, in the 65 to 75 time frame, there were three bear markets during that, that, that time. And then you have, uh, you know, periods where you can go a decade without one. So how do you protect yourself? And uh, this is a very important question. In our firm, we have what we call invest and protect, which is a strategy that looks at the downside, and we want to protect against too much downside, too many losses for our clients. And so that's very important to us. And uh, so having a game plan and a strategy to address that we believe is important. Now, should older or younger investors behave differently in a bear market? Absolutely, in my view. Okay, if you're 25, you've got 40 years before you retire, you're a different person than if you're 60 and you're, and you're retiring today. Okay, bear markets are different depending on who you are, how much money you have, how old you are. And then finally, are bull markets dangerous? This is an interesting, a client asked me that. Are bull markets, you know, when the market's going up, are they dangerous? Well, they can be if it goes up crazily, it goes up straight into the sky like the stock, the uh, dot-coms did, and then all, and the real estate did in, during the Great Recession. Then, you know, there's the old expression, trees don't grow up to the sky. And so if it's gone up way, way, way too fast, then that's going to, in most cases, result in a big drop as well. So all of that is something for you to think about. Okay. Oh, I'm so scared. <laughs> well, you don't need to be, okay? I'll tell you, if, if, if you uh, diversify properly and you don't take too much risk and you have a strategy to protect against bear markets, I think you don't need to be scared. I think you can have some confidence. But uh, all of that we want to help you with. And how do we do that? You go to our website. It's rpoa.com. And uh, when you're there, you can click on meet with an advisor and uh, we'll sit down with you. You'll meet with one of our retirement planners. We'll help you to build your retirement plan customized to you. We'll do it at no charge or obligation. We'll help you to see if you have enough money to retire on. If you don't, then we'll talk about how to build that plan to get you there. We'll talk about when and how to take social security. We'll talk about reducing your income taxes. Of course, we'll talk about our invest and protect philosophy. So we'll have lots of information that I think will benefit you all at no charge or obligation. 
Washington. And regardless of what happens, we will part friends. I don't know how to say I thank you, except I thank you. And Frankie, you are very welcome. So take advantage of it at rpoa.com. All right, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about how to pass on to your greedy, unwashed, undeserving heirs the fruits of your labor. So stay tuned. This is Money Matters, and I am Ken Morafe. This is Money Matters with Ken Morafe, and of course, I am your host, Ken Morafe. Thank you, Jack. And I am founder and senior retirement planner at Retirement Planners of America. And we are a firm that specializes in retirement planning. So if you are over 50, retired, retiring soon, then we would love to meet you. We'd love to see if we can help you. And we would love to do it all at no charge or obligation. And we would love to do whatever we can. So if you go to our website, it's rpoa.com. And you can find out all about, we podcast a show. We do tons of stuff. And I, your faithful host, was recently named, uh, actually for eight years in a row, one of the top 100 financial advisors by Barron's. And uh, while I am very proud of that fact, and I am uh, honored and privileged to do that, to have received that, uh, without our clients, we would be nowhere. And uh, we now have clients in uh, 48 states. It is a wonder. It is a, it, it's wonderful. So all wow. you clients, thank you, thank you, thank you. We love you, and we are so grateful. And uh, this is the part of the show where we normally talk about how to pass on to your greedy, unwashed, undeserving heirs the fruits of your labor, which is estate planning. But this week, we're going to talk about how to do the exact opposite. And uh, I entitled this segment, So You Want to Cut Your Kids Out of the Wild, Huh? And let me tell you, folks, it ain't as easy as you think. Okay, so let's talk about that. And, uh, you know, inherit uh, inheritance disputes are as old as the Bible itself. In fact, if you go back, you can look at Jacob and uh, Esau. You can see what happened in that situation. Um, and uh, one of the things that is important is that if you're going to write your kids out of your trust, you need to speak with an attorney about it, okay? A good attorney will help you to do that because you have to assume that if you're going to do that, it's going to be contested, okay? Your child is not going to take it uh, easily. They're going to say you were coerced, you didn't know what you were doing, and blah, 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 blah. So you need to do everything you can to avoid potential litigation in advance, okay? So Something that uh, that you, you may not understand is you put a huge amount of pressure on those who aren't being disinherited, okay? Because let's say you have three kids and one of them you've disinherited. The other two, you've put a lot of pressure on them, okay? In, mo in, in most cases, what I've discovered is that disinheritances occur not because you hate the child, but because you've, you're hurt, your feelings were hurt. They did something to hurt your feelings. And so often you just listen to your feelings and you don't sit through what it's all about. So let me talk about, for example, something that you can do rather than disinheriting them, which is called a sprinkle trust, okay? So a sprinkle trust is that if you feel that one child has a greater financial need than another, then you can, and in fact, uh, you know, some of you may remember when Henry Fonda passed away, he believed that his daughter Jane had way more money, of course, and she did, than his son Peter, and so, uh, and so did his son Peter. So he left his daughter Amy uh, $200,000, okay? And so that was uh, kind of an interesting thing for him to do. But a sprinkle trust uh, it enables you to give money, to allow money for your not as successful child to, to be able to receive money as well. Also, there's what's called sequential wills, okay? This is if you really just don't get along and you want to 
cut off a qualified heir. So a cost-effective solution is to, pre to prevent successful legal challenges is to file, is to have what's called a sequential uh, will. So what this does is it creates a track record that will show the court you consistently wanted to disinherit your heirs. So uh, what you do here is as you make gifts, as you do things, you constantly are recording that you're slowly disinheriting them. Now, the other uh, difficult situation is if you want to disinherit a spouse. Okay, it is actually easier to disinherit a child than it is to disinherit a spouse or an ex-spouse. There are nine community property states, including California and Texas, in which all the assets acquired and income generated during the lifetime of your marriage are owned 50-50. So you may decide you want to disinherit your, your spouse. Well, guess what? Your spouse owns 50% of what you got. You can't do it, okay? So anything not divided during your divorce, such as business or real estate, will usually be divided after your death in the same manner, even if you seek to disinherit your ex, okay? So don't think that just because in your will you said that you know your spouse that you no longer care about doesn't get it, they can make a claim and they can come get it. So you have to write into your your uh, will and into your or your trust or whatever you do uh, the important things with regard to a spousal breakup. So it's all of this, you know, it's like, <laughs> you know, just when you thought things were easy, you just write them out of the will. But no, the lawyers get involved. The next thing you know, it becomes complicated. So you got to think about that and make sure you do it right so that in the end, there's not a big lawsuit. I mean, there probably will be anyway, but you want to make sure that the lawsuit fails, I guess is what I'm trying to say. And to the extent you can do that, you should talk with an attorney and think about these things all the way through. All right. Now, if you are over 50, if you are retired or retiring soon, and I know there's a lot of you who are that. Yes. Then what I would encourage you to do is to uh, visit with one of our retirement planners, um, and we have uh, you can avail yourself of that by going to our website. It's rpoa.com. We also have lots of seminars that you can attend, uh, and you can sign up for those on our website as well. There's no charge or obligation for them, and they are designed for those of you who are over 50. Okay, retired or retiring soon. We have seminars on social security, on retirement planning, on a bunch of topics that we think will be of interest to you if you are in that demographic. Also, as I said, we, we offer you the ability to meet with one of our retirement planners. Uh, again, we want to help you if we can. If we can't, we'll tell you that too. There's no charge or obligation either way, and we'll part friends. Oh, dear. That's too wonderful to be true. It absolutely is not too wonderful to be true because it is true. Who does she think she is saying that? No, I'm just kidding. But anyway, <laughs> what we'll do if you visit with one of our retirement planners is we'll help you to decide if you have enough money to retire on. If you do, then we'll talk about how to get income from your retirement. Uh, we'll talk about uh, your 401k. We'll talk about social security. We'll talk about all those things. If you don't have enough, then what we'll do is we'll sit down with you and build a plan to get you there. Okay? So either way, we want to help you. If you're within five years of retirement or you're five years into your retirement, that 10-year period period is where we want to visit with you and see if we can help you. So our website is rpoa.com, retirementplannersofamerica.com. Now, you know what? This show is over already. I cannot believe how fast it's gone. I hope you've enjoyed it as much as I have enjoyed making it for you. We'll see you next week, same time, same channel. Bye-bye, everybody. Of course not. In the beginning. Information presented should not be regarded as a complete analysis of the subjects discussed and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any of the securities mentioned. 
None of this show's content should be viewed as personalized investment advice. A professional advisor should be consulted before implementing any of the strategies presented. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk and therefore can be no assurance that any specific investment or strategy will be suitable or profitable for a client's portfolio. The tax and estate planning information offered on this program is general in nature. Always consult an attorney or tax professional regarding your specific legal or tax situation. Sound effects or anecdotes should not be construed as an endorsement of Ken Morave or MMWKM Advisors LLC. The firm only transacts business in states where it is properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Registration is not an endorsement of the firm by securities regulators and does not mean that the advisor has attained a particular level of skill or ability.